0: BB Spotcast, where we talk about video games, Arab culture, and life. I am your host, Rami Ismail.
1: And I'm Osama Dorias. And I am Fozim Asmar.
0: Hi, guys. How have you all been? How's your week been? What have you been up to? Um,
1: I played a couple of games. Uh, I'm actually, uh, I started Cyberpunk 2077 uh right without Ooh, the big spoilers. one yeah <laughs> yeah actually i'm not quite sure it's a big one because uh i could i i i finished a part that I felt like it should have been like a prologue because a thing happened at the end of that part and i was curious to see how far i was in the game so i i went online and I looked at my mission uh, name and it seems like i'm halfway through the game after the prologue and i'm a little confused about all that so uh, is the game much shorter uh, that, than than what I anticipated, than what I expected? Man, um, you're talking but guess... so
2: much in code. It's hard for me to say. I've played yeah. a, <laughs> a, a, an amount of time after which some things happen, after which an amount of time seems shorter than another amount of time I had. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I suppose we could... <laughs> <laughs> it's dangerous spoiler territory. In any way, anyway, <laughs> you can try to step into this. But okay, yeah, the, okay, the,
1: the, okay. The only thing I'll say that's not a uh, spoiler is that I, it's uh, it feels a lot more linear than I expected for uh, CD Projekt open world game. Um I, it's, not, it's not necessarily negative. I, I like I still have a ways to go, and hopefully things will pick up. And um, what's there is enjoyable. There were a few laws uh but yeah i can't wait to finish it and actually give you my thoughts on it
2: so sam uh, uh um uh, so just like i want to, since you're playing the open world bit um what do you think of it as an open world game like the open world itself yeah. is it fun is it cool is it curious well, what do you think
1: of it, it it's there it, it's it's pretty and it's there and you get through it to go to the marker on your map but it, it like in a weird way it doesn't really feel like it's alive like there are, i don't and i can't really put my finger on why there are ai they're walking around they're going about their business they're talking to each other but it's all seen and i know i know how ai works so this is normal in in a uh, open world game but it seems more performative than than usual like they're set pieces like you the conversation starts when you walk up to them the, the, between each other it's it's not like they've been talking in your like kind of uh, eavesdropping on them it seems like it just started there and then they start like for example they start shooting at each other right away so it, it, it feels kind of like you're uh, walking through a play that's happening
0: uh, it's like a, that, a, a, a Truman show effect everybody is, yeah. is ready set to go when you go around the corner
1: yeah but I, that's my impression I have I, I still I, it doesn't feel a lot it doesn't feel like anything's happening there until you show up that, that's my impression of it mm-hmm. oh, did, Interesting. did you have the same experience Rosie? Um, uh,
2: uh, uh, yeah, you know, like uh, that you've mentioned it that way, I I kind of did. Yeah, it, it, I think like it's, it's the kind of single player game. I'm expecting it to be the center of the universe. I'm not sure what that says about me, uh, but about yeah. in the game, I guess. Um, is that you know I expect like when I roll out uh, stuff to happen, but it was hard for me to tell like if this stuff were supposed to happen this way or like some of these things were happening because of bugs. I played it like really early on. So I was kind of like questioning myself the entire time. It's like, oh, these things, these these people just went at it and started shooting each other. Were they yeah. supposed to do that? Like, you know, like uh, there was a bunch of times I was asking myself that as that <laughs> happened early on. But I was just too focused on the campaign
1: uh, for the most yeah. part early on. I had a really funny, interesting bug that I could tell you about that I, I thought stood out. Um, I was in a restaurant speaking to an NPC, which was part of the the, the Golden Path, the single player campaign. Um, and all of a sudden, this NPC walks into the restaurant towards us, stops like right in front of us, to the point that I thought it was part of the cutscene, like just standing in front of us, looking at us, lifts a like one leg up like a flamingo, smiles at me, and at, at this point he has my <laughs> entire attention of like what's going on, and then suddenly disappears, <laughs> never to be seen again. I just like. It's, the game is peppered with these uh, AI bug moments that, to be honest, like I know I knew what, like I, I, I read game news, so I knew what to expect. Uh, so mm-hmm. at this point, I am just uh, like I laugh them off, and they don't they don't bother me anymore. But they do break your yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah, I, t- I totally get it. I think like um you know like the thing that
2: caught a lot of my attention from the open world perspective is uh, more of like the the world building aspect of it you know like yeah. the 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 fiction and the lore that goes into everything from like the signpost stage to like um the shops uh, what the, what what stuff they're selling that that the pieces of lore that you find around like i i enjoy being a tourist in in that game's world
1: yeah i i have to 100% agree the world building is phenomenal uh, it really really does feel like uh they they put a lot of thought and effort into it that's probably where most of their effort went absolutely ah, cool man
2: what about yeah. them uh, other you know, systems in the yeah. game that you like like shooting or something like that?
1: I thought the, the hacking had some interesting ideas. Uh I I don't think the shooting was anything special if you've played a a uh, first person shooter. It's pretty good for an RPG. Like it's better than most RPGs, but uh yeah, uh the skill tree is the, la- the last thing I'm going to talk about. The skill tree is uh a lot of passives in there, not a lot of things that actually change the gameplay. I would have appreciated if it was a little bit more, uh, you know, I'm going to unlock this thing that's going to change the way I approach it. It's not something that's just going to make me better. Yeah. So, yeah. What about you, Fuzzy? What have you been playing? I played a bunch of
2: multiplayer games, actually, this week. So, uh, um, two that I want to talk about. Uh, one is called Phasmophobia.
0: Oh, you guys I... heard of this? Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: That's a really interesting game. Uh, it's it's really fun to play with a bunch of friends. So this is like um an um a, a co-op online uh, horror game, um in which like you and a group of friends um you need to go and explore a location. It could be like a house, it could be a prison. There's all sorts of like weird places that you can go to, and together you need to like um so there's a, there's a ghost. or like, I don't know, um, a a spooky creature of some sort uh, there. And you need to collect enough evidence to know what kind of spooky creature it is without any any of your crew members dying or something. Like get enough information, get in the van, and then get the hell out of there. And um, if you get the information right, then you get enough money that will allow you to buy more gadgets so that you'll be able to collect more information about more... Spooky creatures.
1: So you're just getting information. You're not actually like you're not a ghost buster. You're not like No, no, in no. Trap no. In. You're not busting <laughs> the ghost. No, not at all. Uh, and it's um an interesting mechanic
2: in this game is that it also like um it can pick up your microphone so you can speak into the microphone and stuff happens. Um so like and sometimes you need to kind of like speak to the uh, I keep saying ghost because like most of the time you don't see them, but it's like you know, yeah. astral being of some sort.
0: <laughs> right, like a, a older ghost or Yeah, exactly.
2: Oh, Jin. Uh, like there's so oh, different sorts of like creatures and like you know identifying which part is the object of the game right um so like sometimes like um uh, this uh, this creature will only manifest if you're alone and you're speaking their name and her name is Jenny <laughs> so like, okay. so one of us will have to go in and everybody else is outside and go like ah hello Jenny <laughs> is that you <laughs> and then, like, because we want her to appear so that we can get the information to know what's going on and it's just you know, that's so many funny situations when you're playing with friends, especially like if, if one of your friends gets spooked uh easily. <laughs> it's just it's just so much fun. Like oh my god, it's here and like you know, people start running away and like all sorts of shit, I'm, 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 I'm dead. <laughs> there's like all sorts of yelling and then there's like the, the the factual I'm dead I think oh my god oh my god <laughs> oh, I'm dead guys guys, I'm dead. <laughs> that sounds phenomenal. I can't wait to try it. It's it's cool it's cool I recommend it.
1: game like, I I heard it was in early access. Is it launched yet or not?
2: Um, I, I got it on Steam. I think it's, it's launched. I can check now. To, to um, it doesn't say well, early, it's early access. access it's under under like on
0: Steam. Underway beta, like they're, they're continuing to update it is the most important part. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Uh, like uh, if I open the Steam page right now in my library, it doesn't say that it's
0: in early access. Did you try uh, did you try VR uh, with
1: this game? Oh no! Yeah. Oh my I God! Think you
0: can play VR. Right?
1: Uh, do you want to kill fuzzy Ravi? Is that what you want?
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> I just want to. I just want to be on the laughing side of this. <laughs> one. If you, if you, if you if I'm there. His second suggestion is like, game. have you
2: played it in VR? <laughs> have you tried streaming
1: it? <laughs> oh, definitely record yourself just, if you're no. going to play in VR. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you know, we'll, or we'll just make it an episode. You know,
0: Fozzy plays Cosmophobia. <laughs> <you know>, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Fight me up. You know, sit here in a very well-lit room. <laughs> I thought
2: it was me and my Habibis catching some Afarit, no? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. Yeah, no, Four is really good. What's the other one? You said you were playing too. Yeah,
2: the other one I'm playing on the Switch. It's called Clubhouse Games 51 Worldwide Classics. A very short, a very short title. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, that, so are you playing 51... 51- Worldwide Classics? Is it just board games?
2: It's um, yeah, so a, a bunch of board games. Like um, they have chess, they have shogi, they have uh, uh, mahjong. I like, I really like to play Richie mahjong, so you can play that online and local, which is great. Okay. And they have like a whole bunch of like you know, um, uh, range from couch co-op to two switches to online, and nice. there's a bunch of cool stuff on there. It's a lot of fun. Do they have Taula? They do. They do. Oh, nice. They have Taula, Yeah. They have Tala, they have uh, chess, they have um, backgammon. Um, Yes, really from all over the world. There's like some Indian classic games, there's like ancient Roman games.
1: Wow, okay, that's impressive.
2: Yeah, a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, You know, like uh, uh, one of the things I used to love to do in Japan, or like even with some of my friends in Berlin, we used to like, you know, do Mahjong night. It's just four people, you know, just playing, uh, you just sit around the table and this can go on for the entire night. And you're just, you know, talking and stuff and playing uh, Mahjong and uh, this game initially I was interested in it because it was the substitute for that, and then it just evolved into um, something I do regularly now. For <laughs> uh, whenever no. I just want like, to catch up with somebody and do something. Um, if chess is your thing, or if you watch like you know Netflix, you're into chess now. This could be also <laughs> a good.
0: I used to play chess a lot. I actually, I actually used to play on uh, in like children's national level back oh, in the wow. days. Oh wow. But it also means that every time I have to play chess, I have like that weird burden of expectation of oh god, I hope I'm still good. So I haven't I haven't quite touched it too much lately. But I've been trying. I've been wanting to go back into chess.
1: Apparently, it's the best time to come back now. It's like yeah. it's bigger than ever. I used to organize chess tournaments at a community center when I was really young. When I was
0: like eighteen, seventeen. Um, we, That's not we really young, Osama. Eighteen is like when you're an adult.
1: It was. It's like uh, such a long time ago. I'm old. So for me. <laughs> 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 <That's> really <odd. laughs> but yeah so oh, the interesting thing is uh my dad taught me to play chess and then he made me never want to play chess again uh because my dad can take an infinite amount of time for a, a single move and not care and at the end like i thought of what i wanted to do and i just don't care anymore i'm not invested in the game and he will not allow me to walk away i can't concede i have to make the game end so i never knew if i could actually beat my my dad because I would, like, start a game, be excited, say, this is my time, and then forfeit, like, by just making the dumbest move so you could take my king. Because I was fed up and I wanted to walk away from this four-hour game. I didn't have <laughs> that much of an attention span. So i played play with my friends, and we'd play with a chess clock, because, that, like, that was the only way I could enjoy the game at that point. And then that evolved into organizing this. Like, people saw us play. They wanted to join. The group got bigger. And I organized these long, long, full-day tournaments where... Uh, other people's parents would show up uh and get frustrated at the chess clock because they just want to take forever <laughs> to do their move. It was almost a generational thing. Like everyone who was my age was like, oh chess clock, great. This is how I could stay engaged and invested in this game. And everyone was like,
0: oh. <laughs> Yeah, parents. Parents are parents are a thing. <laughs> <laughs> i mean my, my dad was my coach in a lot of things i did right like my dad ended up being my my uh, a chess coach of mine and he ended up being a, a, my soccer coach for a long time but dad always wanted to to coach whatever i was involved in it was always kind of oh god you're the coach's kid now <laughs> i don't know like Arab parents i don't know how about you like Arab parents i always feel like have a lot of expectations like just very high expectations is that is that a thing
2: Oh, dude, like, <laughs> it was like, you know, like, um, I think it's standard. If you're going into, um, you know, going into the work field, the dream is that one day you'll be a doctor or a engineer <laughs> or a lawyer. And like, I remember like, you know, like I was very young. So my dad was a pharmacist when um, uh, he worked on pharmaceuticals his entire life, and all of this. I remember, like, I still remember to this day how disappointed he was when I was like, I was, I was very young. I was like, ah, Dad, I don't know what it is, but I think I really hate chemistry. And he was like, <laughs> No, no, chemistry is actually cool, Fauzi. You really need, you need to consider it a little bit more. I was like, Yeah, I, no, it's just boring. <laughs> I think I want to make games instead. And he was like, No, 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 Fauzi, listen to me. One day you're gonna grow older. You're not gonna be into this game stuff. You're going to have, like, real interests, like football and cars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and chemistry, apparently.
1: Yeah.
0: Mostly chemistry. <laughs> like cars okay. Cars but cars move on chemistry, right, you, know? You understand, right? Exactly, exactly. You should have just played, like, you know, video, video games run on computers, and computers work based on physics.
2: <laughs> ah, there you go. <laughs> There's an angle so that gonna... you missed there, fuzzy. Rabat uh, <laughs> al this is
0: happening.
2: <laughs> no, I think, that, like, so, like, you know, the, the idea of of going into games, I think, is one of those things that, you know, uh, they were not, my parents were not entirely against it, but they're kind of, like, having a hard time <laughs> understanding it. <laughs> I don't know, it's about you guys. Do you, guys do you guys know what you do. doing, your dads, your parents, or, like, know what
1: you're doing. <laughs> oh, they don't understand my my parents. Neither of them really understand what it is I'm doing uh, right now. And when I first wanted to get into games, what it was, it was hilarious is growing up, I I loved to draw. I really did. And I uh my dad saw saw the writing on the wall. He's like, "Okay, you're not going to be an artist." Like he just sat me down one day. He's like, "This is not a valid career path." I have artist friends. They don't make money. They always ask me to borrow money from me. So you're not going to be an artist. Find something else. Uh, so the clever 14 year old me was like, OK, I'm going to be an architect because then I still get to draw. But it's like kind of in that uh, loose category of engineering where my parents will be happy. So that's where I set my my goals. It didn't work out. Long story short. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, I did get into games and my dad was like, oh, yeah, I've been reading about it. And that's a very big business. OK, good for you. And he just like kind of was like, there's money involved. My dad's a, a businessman. who is a petroleum engineer who became uh, a businessman when we moved to, to Montreal where there is no petroleum. So like, he had to adapt. So he's like, oh, okay, money. You know, there's a lot of money in this industry. Good. Go for it. My mom was like, oh, for now, right? And then she keeps sending me like job postings for other things because she couldn't understand what it is I was doing. So she couldn't explain it to her friends. And because she can't explain it to her friends, it's not a good job. Right, like a good time is one that when they sit down together, that they could like brag about. Like my son did this and my son did that. Right. She she can't tell them that I play games, and to her, I play games. That's what I do day in and day out, and that's right. not an impressive thing. Uh, did you have a similar? Oh, I have one story to share about this. That the moment my mom accepted uh, what I do for a living, I actually I know the exact day that it happened. Um, she called me up and she said. That she bought a Nintendo for me. This was eight years ago. She said she bought a Nintendo for me so that I could work with it. Wow! And I was like, Mom, like back then, I, 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 I can't remember which console was out. It was like the, I think it was the original Wii, and I already had a Wii. And I'm like, you bought a Nintendo, but why? I already have a Nintendo. She's like, oh well, you know, you can never have too much. Uh, and I said, okay, so I'm gonna come over and check out what what you actually bought. Um and she came and like when I went over, she came out of her room and she had this box and she's like, Oh, I got it from the flea market. And I'm like, Uh oh. And she said, Yeah, I only paid eight dollars for it. <laughs> and I said, oh, what's in this what's in this box? And she took out a Sega Dreamcast with four controllers that was fully functional. Wow. wow. And I was shocked. I already had one with four controls, I'm fully functional. But now I have one that I get to keep at her house and one at my house. <laughs> but that's the extent of what my mom understood from my job. Right. I, I, I have consoles, I sit in front of them, and games happen. <laughs> so my
0: um my dad my dad always like you know, growing up, I was always uh I don't know, like you, you get you get a, a nickname, right? And my nickname was Mohandas, like engineer, right? Mohandas Rami. Uh, and I, I think that was always sort of the expectation. I, I was a, I was a smart kid, and my dad thought, well, this this kid is going to work for NASA, and I had to explain to him later that NASA is in the United States and not actually a thing that I can do as a European. <laughs> um, but the the thing that I always found fascinating is I think a lot of it comes from necessity, right? Like a lot of that pushing for engineering, lawyer, doctor, it comes from in the world that they grew up in, Having a job that pays well is super important. Having a job that you can talk to your friends about, the status, uh, it's important. So I always tried to find a way to convince him that what I was doing was engineering. So I tried to tell him that I was a programmer, right, a computer engineer. And it worked for a while, but he knew I was really into computer games. So I guess he figured out that it was games after all. And he, he calls it playing computer, but... He's been supportive in, like, strange ways. I think I must have been seven or eight years old. And I really wanted the, the PlayStation I had just come out, right? So I asked my dad, like, okay, dad, I, I would like a PlayStation. I will take my birthday money, right? All the money I get for my birthday from the entire family. And I will buy a PlayStation video game. And then you will buy the PlayStation. And then I can play, I can play the video games. So he went and I came back and it was my birthday at the end of October and it was cold and I got the box and I unpacked it and, and in it was a PlayStation box. So I opened the PlayStation box and I grabbed the device and it looked like a PlayStation and I opened it up to put the disc in and there was a cartridge slot. Oh, it's one of those. And I look at the box again, and instead of PlayStation, it says Poly Station. Oh, no. (laughs) And I'm like, God, what is this? He's like, oh, it's a PlayStation. It's PlayStation. I'm like, no, it's not that. That's not a PlayStation. It's a Poly Station. He's like, Poli Station, (laughs) PlayStation, all is the same. It's all the same. Right? I went to the black market. I talked to the guy. I'm like, you went to the black market. He's like, I went to the black market. I talked to the guy. He said, this is the best you can get. It has 99 games in it already. right. Like what do you mean it has ninety nine games in already? He's like, but it, like play, play, play the, play the PlayStation. I'm like, it's not a PlayStation. He's like, you just play. it. And I booted it up, and it was, um, it was in the shell of a PlayStation. It was, I think, a NES with ten games on it that were repeated nine times. <laughs> but the repeats were all slight mods of the actual game, right? So you had Super Mario Bros. And then game 14 was Super Luigi Bros, where just the sprites for Mario and Luigi were swapped. And then 22 was like Super Goomba Bros, and the sprite was... And then there was one where you started in the underwater world, which was my least favorite. Everybody's. Yes. And that was my first console. I did not have a console again until I was like living on my own when I was like 18 or 19 or something. But he tried to be supportive of it, yeah. I think
1: the intention
0: is there the thing the thing that he just didn't want me to play games and it it takes a long time for it took a long time for my dad to understand that that's not what i did i think the moment he really got it was uh two two or three years ago at, at the game developers conference in san francisco i was getting this prestigious prize uh an ambassador award uh for for the work i'd been doing in the games industry and i flew my parents out and and they got at the front of this giant room full of game developers. <laughs> my dad sat down at the table. He looks at me and goes like, are all these people here for you? I'm like, no, dad. No, no, no. Listen, this is a full, this is a full night of ceremony. There's a ton <laughs> of people here. Um, they're not just here for me. They're here for the entire night, right? They're here for all the prizes, all the games. And my dad looks at me and he's like, OK, OK, OK. And then it was my turn, and I get announced. Uh, to get, to go on the stage and the, the room just erupted in this standing ovation that lasted for like 15, 20, 30 seconds to the point of the teleprompter going like, okay, start speaking. And I come back down and I sit down next to my dad and he looks at me and he's like, I told you they're here for you. Wow. And I think that was the first time where he really just got like, okay, what, what he's doing, I don't understand it, but clearly it's important. Clearly it's worthy of like respect and clearly it makes him money enough to keep doing what he does. So I'm I'm good now. he still ask what I'm playing, so (laughs) to think it fully (laughs) worked.
1: That's That's a beautiful story.
0: It's it's been nice. It also it also makes me worry for all the other Arabs who don't get to do that exact same thing. (laughs) To be like, no, it's a real job.
2: Uh, Your mom definitely understands your job a lot more now.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. My mom was funny because she's she's Dutch, so she has a very different attitude to work. Right, like her attitude to work is. Do something that makes you happy. Does it make money? Okay. Does it not make money? Okay. Uh, And she had secretly, I noticed this later, she had secretly been reading all of this games news uh, for years while I was traveling in the past decade so that when I would come home, we didn't have to talk about all the work stuff and we could just talk about how I was doing and, you know, what's up in life and. So I, I came back from a trip one day and I just went like, Yeah, no, I was visiting Phil and she's like, Oh, Phil, which one? Spencer, wow. Kutkowski, Fish? I'm oh wow. Like, wow. How do how do you how do you know all these names? And she's like, Oh, you know, I see them on your uh Facebook. I'm like, No, you don't. Are you reading Games News? And mom's like, Yes, just to, you know, keep up with what you're doing. I'm like, Well, have you played a video game then? She's like, No, 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 I haven't played a video. Game. I'm like, we're gonna find you a video game. So I um We decided for her, she said that she really liked sort of like the Lord of the Rings-esque stories, but the only Lord of the Rings games that were out there are like the War for Middle-earth and stuff like that. Those are pretty violent games. So I looked for a game where a bunch of boys, you know, a small crew of boys goes on an adventure that ends with them slaying God. (laughs) And um, that ended up being Final Fantasy XV. And uh, she loved it. She was. It was really hard for her to play. The controls were very complicated. She did all of these things that just didn't feel, uh, to me, were surprising. Right? She'd come across this character dressed in all black, and it's the antagonist, Arden. The antagonist of Final Fantasy XV is called Arden. And um, she was gonna come across him, and she would call me whenever something big happened. So she called me, and she's like, "Rami, Rami." I came across a shady guy. Like, okay. What happened? She's like, well, I was I was near Golden Key, and I'm like, oh, good, that's where you meet Arden, and I came across this shady guy, and Arden is just like Japanese like tropes, right? Like this shady sort of shifting character, you never know whether he's an ally or an enemy. He has all of those tropes. I'm just like, let's see what what mom recognizes of those tropes. So I'm like, so who did you mean? She's like, well, the shady guy. He's dressed in all black. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. She's like, I just I just got a bad feeling from him. I'm like, cool. She's like, yeah, he just, I walked up to him and he was just like, you want to buy some weapons? And I was like, I ran away. Like, what, what do you mean? And she's like, yeah, he was like, you want to buy guns or swords or something? And I just, I just didn't trust her. Like, he walked into a shopkeeper. She's like, a what? Like, uh. This is what every sane person would react to a random guy coming up his saying, do you want huh? to clock? How about two? My mom has really sort of shown me that there's this language <laughs> of video games that we've just sort of, Become accustomed. Like, there's a crack in the wall. We go like good, let's break it down. And the mom's like, this building is not safe. Yeah. <laughs> we should go outside. <laughs> that's, <epic.
1: laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> that so, so she's been
0: playing for two years now. I, she she knows what I do, and she's always been sort of curious about how it works. So every now and then I end up explaining programming problems to her or or things like that, which has been good exercise because I do a lot of public speaking. Where I'm not necessarily talking to game developers or gamers, so knowing how to explain things in a way that is accessible to people has been has been really fun. Um, but it's funny because I you absolutely know
1: that- love following your mom on Twitter. I really think uh, everyone who's listening should do the same. Um, I'm, I'm plugging her twitter for you but it's at mom versus games yeah and it's really like you get a little bit of that insight that ramy's talking about just from seeing her play i think she's on ghost of tsushima now
0: yeah, and, uh,
1: it's, yeah. <laughs> it's incredible it's sorry great. the screenshot
2: you posted today about ghost i was like oh my god that's so <laughs> <laughs> like, wrong why, why don't i think about these things anymore i'm like so wrapped up in gaming language yeah
0: yeah, but that's the thing. It, it opens you up to thinking about these assumptions of how things were like dual stick. Like a lot of games go like push the left stick to walk, push the right stick to move the camera. And then I look at my mom and she's just pushing these two sticks and being like, I don't know what's happening. I'm like, oh, right. Okay, maybe this is more complicated than we thought, right? And she made me think about accessibility. Like for my mom, uh, blood is a big no. So being able to turn off blood in a, in a game is, is huge. But at the same time... Being able to to play with how pressing buttons rapidly works, right? Like holding a button instead of tapping it. Uh, Being able to get a little bit more time on a lot of decisions uh, helps a lot. Slow motion helps a lot. Um, Being able to adjust how much damage enemies can take more than how much damage she can take helps a lot, right? There's there's just these, these lots of little things. My mom is pretty good at video games, honestly. Like She her reflexes are not the the sort of reflexes you need to play a lot of the the more complex games but if you adjust a little bit in the accessibility she played uncharted 4 right and got through it uh, even though she hates aiming with guns but she loves aiming with bow and arrows because Usually, those come with a slowdown mechanic, and that is, that's that's kind of like how you start looking at it. It's just fascinating.
2: My my dad used to um like really like to like we used to wake up early in the morning, my brother and I, and imme- go immediately to the game console. If we can sneak like an hour or something or half an hour before school time, we'll play. Right. Or like on the weekend, um, we wake up early just to play video games or whatever. And like my dad had this hobby of like you know bringing his morning coffee and like sit there and watch us play. And like early on when we were like playing you know uh, MSX or Atari or Mega Drive or this kind of stuff, he we was like yeah you know like jump on that thing or like you know he'll be he'll be participating by you know backseat gaming.
0: Right.
2: I think like it was at one point we were playing PlayStation and we we're playing Resident Evil, <laughs> and my dad was sitting there like you know he's doing his, his thing, like you know watching this like i am going to watch these kids play some video games, and then they're like a bunch of zombies eating a carcass <laughs> on the floor. And my dad like I've never seen him being this shocked like oh my god what is this world going to? I was like dad what, what is this this evil? I was like what's going on? It's like a, a human being eating his brother human being. What does this game do? I was like, I was like, Dad, none of these are human beings. He's like, yeah, they're eating each other. He, he was like, completely, completely shock uh, for a my while. My parents played <laughs> video
1: games with us when we were young as well. Actually, I'm happy to hear that the, that was the, the case for you two as well. Uh, my, they all had their favorite games, and uh, my dad was addicted to this platformer called Wonder Boy on the. Uh, Sega, uh, yeah, the Sega Master System, and and Duck Hunt, but like, yeah. uh, sorry, not Duck Hunt. Uh, it was a Safari Hunt. It was a uh, Duck Hunt. Yeah, later on, but Safari Hunt was the one that came with the Sega Master System, and it was kind of like Duck Hunt, but you shoot a whole bunch of animals instead of just ducks. Uh, he absolutely loved that game. Uh, he the thing is, what drove us crazy is he loved racing games, but he wouldn't race. He would drive. And he would like, you know, follow the, the the rules and stay within the guidelines and we would be racing and winning and he just didn't care. He's just putt-putting <laughs> along the entire course of the race. And we'd have to finish, wait for him to finish. Like he loved Gran Turismo, but he was not playing it the way you're supposed to be playing it. And the, the shocking part is that um I don't I can't I still can't put my finger on how they choose which games they like or not. There's no rhyme or reason to it. Like one of my, my, my parents' favorite games I used to play against each other was um, Super Puzzle Fighter. They had never played a puzzle game before, or, or as far as I know, even since. But that game specifically, it touched a chord for them, and they would compete with us and with each other about it. My dad, still once in a while, he's like, okay, put put on the puzzle game. He, can't, he doesn't even know its name. Because like, it's the only puzzle game that, that they're playing. It's really interesting to see how... It, that game is not, it's not simple, right? Yeah. You have to have some kind of a foundation um, to be able to play it. And yet, you know, they 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 yeah. to it. It's a hell of a game to
2: get into as well. Really good game. Right. Yeah, like <laughs> my my parents, I think, uh, for for the longest of time, uh, like explaining what a game designer does is really difficult, even for like you know people oh, yeah. in the industry sometimes. <laughs> uh, you know, like, you know, game design out of um, a lot of things. Like, you know, an artist do art. A programmer do programs. A game designer does graphics design. No. Uh, they do art? No. They do animation? No. <laughs> they make games. And, like, you try to explain a little bit of uh, what that is. is it's always, always
0: too simple or too hard. You, you either go, like, oh, so you're the ideas person. It's like, no, no, no. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I come up with ideas, but then I, I implement and test them to make sure that they're well, and I balance them, and, and the people are like, what? Well, so you come up with ideas. It's like, no, no, no. Or it's like, so. yeah, we play with like the abstract rule set behind the game to convey a certain experience to the player. And it's like, okay, I don't understand that either. Like, there's no, there's no middle ground explanation of what a game designer is. Exactly. You can't be like, well. Exactly. It's so,
2: so, so tricky to, to yeah. kind of On like.
1: a small project, you could kind of say like, uh, it's kind of like a, the, what a director does uh, for a movie. But once you get to a big project and you actually have directors and designers, directors have split roles. It becomes really hard to explain that off as well. Like, yeah, I haven't found the perfect way to explain
2: it. Yeah, I, I, like I, the the, the best way I, I, I came up with was like close to, um, but it's also it has to you to involve some kind of uh, way to play video games. So like, um, a game artist would draw Mario, a programmer would say Mario would jump when you press a button. Uh, a game designer would say, there is a world, and in this world, there is a Mario. And Mario jumps uh, when you press a button. And then they work with artists and programmers to make that a reality. And then they tweak how fast or high Mario reacts to that button.
0: That's the ideas guy. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> you back to
2: <laughs> Exactly. So my, my dad, actually, for, for the longest of time, he thought that I was doing yeah. animation. Yeah, I so said, like, he does you know, the Arab thing when he's in the family. It's like, my son, he's one of the pioneers in the world of animation, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Dad, no. I was like, No, like, you see those cartoons, they make billions of dollars everywhere. My son makes billions of dollars. I'm like, Dad, no, 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 not even.
0: It <laughs> is really funny to see because. My dad is clearly very proud of what I do, but he does like the animation. I got the same thing. He, he he thought I was in animation for a while. I think I have a cousin in animation as well, and it's I think it's kind of like the the last cutting edge technology technology that he recognizes. You know, he's like, oh yeah, animation. That was when I when when they were kids. I remember them watching Captain Magic. I remember watching them play Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, no, okay, a, he's an animator, and but it's your ideas, In terms of just games. I don't think there's a lot of games my dad nowadays would just care about. You know, I think he cared about like the little arcade games and he understands my career now, so there's not really a point to him playing a lot of games anymore. He's just a little intimidated by the technology and it, it just doesn't add much to his life anymore, I think. It's been fun to have him sort of accept you know, my job. And I think it's one of the parts why I'm I'm so um, I'm so focused on trying to be a visible Arab slash Muslim in the industry, right? Like I don't want to hide that because I know that if there's a kid out there that can just point at me or one of you two or one of the other like visible Arabs or Muslims in the industry, that that would really help, right? To just be like, oh, look at them in the games industry. Having respect, having an income, having these big projects that people care about. It's a real job.
2: Making billions in animation,
0: apparently. Right, right. It's just so so rich drawing frames of animation every day. Uh, yeah, no, what, what his job So he has game ideas.
2: He has game ideas. And occasionally moonlights. occasionally moonlights for billions of
0: dollars for animation. I know. So that, that's kind of, wow, we went on a big detour here. Like, what we, we were talking yeah, about what games we were playing. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of, we were talking
1: about chess
2: at some point. This started with 51 club <laughs> games, and then went up for 51 minutes about
0: everything else. <laughs> I don't know. I, I haven't... What have you been playing that I haven't been playing that much. I will, I will honestly admit, like, same same thing as last week. So I've been playing Flight Simulator.
2: Uh, I almost got away with it, and we caught it. Right.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the um, i've been i've been watching some movies i've been trying to catch up on movies i have WandaVision that i want to start watching because it, well, it looks good. interesting two episodes came up right on this that's what i heard i watched the the i, I never watched the dragon ball super version of uh, the broly movie so i watched that too that was fun uh, i've been playing a, a bunch of indie games because i'm on a lot of those like panels you know to to figure out what the uh, what the best indie game of the year was so i've been playing a lot of Little indie games. I came across a few good ones that, that might be worth checking out for you too. Yeah.
1: Any recommendations?
0: Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So I I played a game called uh, Hadr, H A D R. It's it's about a carpet, and you you anything you cover with the carpet disappears from the world. Oh,
1: I saw a video of that.
0: It's really strange, but it's a very in. I d- I can't say that it sustains the level of interest you have at it at the start, but it's just a really clever mechanic that hmm. I personally hadn't come across.
1: Hmm.
0: Um there I played If Found. If you haven't played If Found I played If Found. If Found is is just incredibly interesting. It it very impactful as well. A lot of it is about um erasing and rebuilding a life, I think was one of the 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 sort of
2: that's a good way to put it, actually. Yeah, right. Yeah.
0: It's a, it's just a fascinating game, right? It's it, a lot of things are happening, and and what it is is it isn't necessarily what it seems. But talking about what it is versus what it seems would kind of push away some of the impact of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played uh, more of Project Wingman. If any of you like Ace Combat, Project Wingman is indie Ace Combat made by three people, which is completely bonkers that they could make that. It's
2: crazy. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Ace Combat 7 was like my second best game of the year, the, the year it came out. It's,
0: it's so good. It's so good. And and it it was genuinely good again um, in, in this indie version. Nice. And uh, I, uh, I played, I played, I played so many indie games. I'm trying to think. If you haven't played Haven, Haven was like surprising. Like I've been following it for a few years now, but it's a game about relationships and traveling through space. I guess.
1: Game Pass, so I'm gonna try it out. Oh, nice. Yeah.
2: Oh, cool. well, I'll check that out. And I'm uh, just watching videos of Wingman, and holy crap, man, that game looks incredible.
0: Yeah. No, they did really good. Three um, people. Yeah, three people. And, and it's not even three people the way you think. It's like one person who made the game, one writer, and one composer.
1: Wow.
2: OK.
0: Right. Wow. The, the credits are the funniest thing. Because you hit the credits, and then after 12 seconds, it's over, <laughs> and you're at the publisher part. <laughs>
2: All right. So we need those guys to do a crossover game with Microsoft Flight Simulator.
0: I'm in. <laughs> 21 I'm in.
1: campaign missions? How did this person?
0: Wow. Like yeah. I have no idea. It's, it's very. It's incredibly <laughs> impressive. And then there is, I started a while ago on a game, uh, which it is, did any of you play Vesper 5?
1: Vesper
0: Vesper Vesper 5 was one of the um, games by Michael Bro, who's best known for sort of the the bro-like genre, I guess. It's this game where you take um, a move every day. You can only take one move, and you take that move once a day. And if you've taken your move, you cannot take another move again until the next day, right? Oh, right. Like
2: actual uh,
0: real calendar, real real time day, right? Oh, okay. It's it's very it's very odd. Uh, it's it's a very strange feeling to have a game where it just goes, okay, press one button today. Yeah, and Animal Crossing on steroids, and that's it. And I think the fat, the most fascinating thing about it for me, is that it was this stop down game where you moved, a, a, you know, across squares, and if you would move up, and it it would reveal what the next squares were. Right, you would only reveal the squares that you've been adjacent to. So sometimes you'd move up, and you'd realize that it's a dead end, and you would immediately go like, "Well, it's going to take me four days to fix this."
1: Wow.
0: Right. Because you'd have to go back to the tile you were on and then one tile further to start moving again and then hope that that one is good so there's a game that's somewhat similar that came out called the longing
1: um
0: and it's also very strange it's this you're this little strange creature and you're trying to you're trying to stay in a place until your king awakens and the king will awaken in 400 days. And they mean 400 days. Oh. Like, not video games days, like 400 oh. days. And you can speed it up a little. But if you if you just boot up the game and then just come back in a year and a half, you'll have finished it. You'll <laughs> be done. Hmm. Like, that's entirely valid. Like, you'll have completed the game or you can go and like explore and move around um but the funny thing is if you click somewhere for your character to go he'll start sort of slowly walking in that direction and you can just close the game and come back later right he'll keep walking okay it's this really fascinating game you just, I just check in on I just check in on the shade the the character every now and then and that's it. It's been it's been kind of it's been kind of relaxing. I started playing it a while ago, but I, you kind of get a feel for it. You kind of get a ritual for it after a while. And now I check in like every few days to just see how things are going.
1: Wow! And nobody's finished this game yet because it's not out yet. You, can, I mean, it hasn't been out for 400 days yet.
0: Right. You, I'm, I'm guessing you can speed up time a little uh, if you want uh, through in-game mechanics. I'm certain people have finished it. I haven't looked because I don't want to be spoiled.
2: Wow. Late. Yeah, I added a bunch of those games on my list. I want to play play some of them, if not all of
0: them. Nice. Um, So yeah, that's kind of what I've been up to. And Flight Simulator, again, like I just (laughs) never stops. Never stops. Uh, I still need to teach you, Osama. I still need to teach you to fly. Yeah, a bit. I
1: know. We have to set up some time. It's kind of hard to find something in the schedule, but for you, Rami, I'll always have time.
0: In- Inshallah, somewhere this week, then.
1: Inshallah. Rami mean, like Inshallah.
0: this uh, game that he
2: was talking about. You check in on one every now and then, he's playing Flight Simulator. <laughs> 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 every now and then, he's on, he's on the Flight Simulator He's somewhere. You click somewhere
0: else, you, 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 you click somewhere else, and you're like, let me go here. And then you check back four days later, and I'm playing Flight Simulator. <laughs> like, no no, no you go do this like, no no i'm playing flight simulator um yeah, yeah you that's should that's
1: actually it. get what is playing now it's just flight simulator it's easy updates
0: it's not- <laughs> <laughs> i don't want i don't want more, more joke sites. running the is 2020 over one last year was disrupt- <laughs> like can you imagine for the entire year i ran this website because is 2020 over.com because in April of 2020, I thought there was so much nonsense happening that I thought it would be funny to just keep a list. <laughs> then for the rest of the year, every day, I get 40 to 50 emails from random people that are just like, did you see that this disaster happened? I'm like, I- <laughs> you know, like you have like, oh, you have, like a sorry. sad day and you wake up and the first thing you get like 25 <laughs> news articles about like, oh. these people died, this is hurt, here's a disaster more might start and i'm just like oh my god what it's did business. i do how can you do that but for good news right I've, I've <laughs> been thinking about that, but i've just decided that i'm just gonna do none of them
1: <laughs> somebody, somebody,
0: somebody bought is 2021 over.com i guess with the hope of selling it back to me <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can keep it <laughs>
0: And the <laughs> tapes were made by that person, I can tell you. Like I just I'm just like, I'm so happy you're doing it. Like we take care of that. <laughs> it's, lot, it's like they stole a VHS
2: tape from your library, and it turns out it's the ring. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to do less jokey projects this year. Uh just for my for my own sanity and, and time. But yeah, so start we'll with see. a podcast called the Habibis.
2: Very serious shit.
0: <laughs> I'm just excited where this is gonna go, uh, you know. Inshallah, khair and we'll we'll see when, we'll, we'll see, see what happens. Inshallah.
2: For the time being, I'm I'm just in for like you know chilling with my habibis.
1: Yeah, for absolutely. I'm again. having a blast, yeah. and all all of the the recommendations too. That's you know I have ulterior right. motives here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: no, good. I am. Um, I mean I'm 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 excited to to do this next week. I think this was it for this week. We uh, we didn't we uh, you know it's good that we said inshallah 30 minutes cuz I'm pretty sure we didn't 30 minutes. <laughs> But uh, let's let's wrap yeah. this one up for now. We we'll have more to talk about next week. For everybody listening, thank you so much for, you know, coming back for a second episode uh or subscribing to to the podcast if you haven't. Uh, I was Rami Ismail your host for this week
1: and I'm Osama Doris.
0: And I'm Fozim Ismail. Salam. Salam. That was the Habibis Podcast for this week. I was Rami Ismail, your host for this episode. You can find me on Twitter at Tha underscore Rami. My fellow Habibis were Osama Dorius, who you can find on Twitter at Osama Darius, and Fawzi Mesmar, who you can find on Twitter at Fawzi Mesmar. Intro and outro music were provided by Malik Zubaila, and the logo was provided by Ibrahim Hamdi. The Habibis Podcast is a weekly show about three game developers drinking good Arab tea, with new episodes launching every Friday, inshallah. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcasting service or check out thehabibis.com for more information. Thank you for listening and Salem.